What? Boom, boom, boom. What's the guy? The guy from Texas. We're back. Steve, you know who that is. Steve, we're back. Who's that guy? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's the kid from Texas. You know who I'm talking about. Well, all right, everyone, we're back. Texas? No, the kid in Texas. He came back for one game. Yeah, he came back for one game and yelled it. What's his name, Casey? Cam Newton? It's not Cam Newton. He played in Texas. Sam Ellinger? What sport? Football? Oh. Football. Remember, they won one game and the kid goes, we're back. No, it's that. All right, let's just cut it. Cut that out. Hey, everyone. Episode 82. This is season season four, episode 41. We got the quad box back. Episode 82. Pete, you get to choose who it is. Ozzy Newsom, Jason Witten, Shannon Sharp. Pick your poison. Oh, Jason Witten. Lifetime. Jason Witten. Antoine Randall L. Was yeah. Shannon Sharp 82? I just Googled it. He came oh. up. I'll was he? He was with Baltimore. He was with Baltimore. There's apparently, there's apparently five players in the National Football Hall of Fame who wore number 82. Shannon yeah. Sharp, Ozzie Newsom, and then three guys that you'd never guess. Want to try to guess one? Sterling Sharp. Nope. His brother Raymond Barry Allen Page and John Stallworth. So there we go. John Stallworth, I would have got. Um, so we're back, guys. It's the offseason, it's the day before the preseason begins for the Patriots. Um, we got some football to talk about. How's life though? Let's get a quick update from the gang. Case, you got another kid? How's it feel? Good man to man defense. I've uh tried to recruit as much as possible the last six weeks. You mean like I recruit like for your job? Yeah, like being like being <laughs> like being on the road, sleeping in hotel rooms. Steve, did you think he meant like recruit other kids? No, I knew exactly what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Steve, the, you're the only one that does it. <laughs> Steve, how'd the Legion season go, man? Disappointing ending, bud. Oh, regular season disappointing ending. Excuse me. Right. Case knows Pete. all about how our season ended. Pete, how many times have you been riding that bike, man? That's all we want to know. It's the only update uh, from me we want to hear. Not, not once. It's just for decoration. Yeah. Just for you play darts yet? Uh, yeah, I play darts all the time. Seriously? Yeah, I love darts. Would you consider yourself a good dart player? Yeah, I'd take you out. You want to play? All right, well, let's – uh, you know, speaking of darts, one of my assistant coaches, his wives, is nationally ranked in darts. Get wow. out of here. That's dirty. Swear to God. She She's entered great. herself into a tournament in Arizona where the winner takes home $93,000. Oh, oh, Pete, if we, play, if we brought a dartboard to the draft, rank quick off the top of the cup, rank 1 to 10, who's the best, who's the worst? I'm number one, and uh, I would say, I don't know, Ennis is probably the worst. <laughs> you know who I think would be a good dark player? This is a good – I think Ennis would be better than that, just real quick. But I don't know. Remember Ennis had, like, the knuckle yeah. braces? And <laughs> 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 all things. I think Andy DeVito would be a great dark player. He's good oh, yeah, at yeah, stupid Andy, stuff I, like that. He seems like a, a leisure Precision. sport pro. He's a stupid stuff like that. Who do you think – I think the last place guy is obvious. Steve, who do you think the worst dark player is? I, I I agree with Deluca. I think Duddy would have a really tough time. Wow, he's got short arms. Like <laughs> his, it, 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 he's he was never his handwriting was never top notch either. Gonna have good hands. Is, is there correlation you think between having great penmanship and being a good dart player? Well, yeah, I don't you think you gotta be able to control. I don't think there's any correlation. How, how far back's a standard line from throwing? Can Spades dunk it? <laughs> Not now. It's a good one. Yeah, no, I, I got I got lazy I got LASIK vision and I can see 2010 and since then I started playing darts and it's awesome. I just started. Mike, it, are you gonna say Lloyd? No, I was gonna say Spates. He's too tall. Oh, it's like Shaq shooting free throws. Yeah, yeah. It's well, a long, way, got, it's a long way to go to send those messages from your brain to throw something. And then he can't like his fingers are too long. The darts are too small. But if he's got such a reach, he's like he's like four feet closer than all of us. Yeah, that was my question. I guess that's a good question. If not him, then to Darian. Because you can, you can lean in darts, Casey. You can. It's not. It's you can lean in darts. What's the height on the dartboard? Does uh, CJ have to? I mean, uh, Christian have to throw upwards. <laughs> I forget what it was. You have to measure it from the bullseye. All right. Well, good to have you guys back. All right. So we got a couple things on the docket tonight. We're going to talk just a couple big dates coming up. Keepers due in twelve days. We're very close to keepers being due. Draft is in almost two weeks. Um, so a lot of off-season activity to talk about. And then we're going to go through everybody's teams. It's been a while since we've really gone through whose rosters are what. We're going to get some insights from the gang. We're going to play a little game. Um, but our off-season guru, Pete, what do we got coming on down the pike? Was I right? Twelve days away. 
You are right. 21st. We have 12 days away. That is going to be um, August uh, 21st. It's a Monday. So not this Monday. That's the 14th. The Monday after that. So on that day, you got to get 10 keepers in and you got to pay $300. Uh, uh, props to CJ Spates for being the first one to pay me for like the 11th year in a row. So thank you, CJ. Confirmed receipt. And then uh, what do we have after that? We got the week the draft weekend after that. So you're paying on Monday and then you're coming on Friday. So Pete, can it. you just remind remind the listeners if yes. you submit your 10, are you then locked from making moves? Or can you submit 10? The let's call it the Breen special. Can you submit 10 and then I'll trade one of my 10 and then bring another guy off? Or is it once your 10 has been submitted, I'm locking my offseason activity? Once you make your 10 public. Once you send that email and say, these are the, these are the guys I'm cutting. These are the guys I'm keeping. You're locked. Cause what happens is they say, Oh wait, before you do that, I, I would take that guy. If you're just going to cut them and let's just not do that. So let's just say it's like, if you're going to cut X amount of people and you want to do a trade, reach out to this guy and be like, Hey, I'm going to trade. I'm going to cut this guy. Do you want him? But when you hit send, you are locked in until everybody's locked in. And then, we right. and then do we know when the NFL preseason ends? Yeah. It ends on uh, August 27th. So, uh, so we will have a week. There will be a week, the Gus, the Gus Edwards week, where someone Mike, can get hurt. I hear you, Mike. I make I make adjustments based on what you guys want. I remember you said it's got to be after week two. So there it is. It's after week two. I said that? Yeah, preseason. You had a, you're a little hissy fit about it. No. <laughs> no, you know why? You know That's why? That's your description. I'm sure, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure I threw a hissy fit for good reason. <laughs> It was because that was near Andrew Luck retired in between keepers yeah, getting there, there it is, there it is. Suffer billion anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidest thing in the world. So All now right. we have it after, after um, preseason week two every year now. So we got keepers the 21st. Give me draft locale again. Uh, tall Connecticut. Connecticut. What is going on with you tonight? The greater Connecticut area. For me? No, why? What's the matter? You're all over the place. Oh, he seems fine. Uh, it is in uh, Tolland. Uh, huh. Tall in Connecticut. We had to get a far away literal day. agenda. I'm following the agenda and I'm teeing up the questions for the audience, Steve. Do you remember how to pod? Go ahead, Pete. Good uh, I just sound of, real confused. It's a question. It's kind of up like, like by like the mass border. So like it's kind of far up there. But anyway, it's uh uh northern Connecticut. Tolland, if you if you get on the Google. Uh, what else do you want to know? Everyone's paid. I think only me, Breen, and uh Andy are going two nights. Uh, maybe CJ too. I forget. I don't know. What are you guys going to do? I don't know. It's always a fun, that night before is the best night. I don't know why and no one goes. It's like, I, I would, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation until that Friday. Um, do we want to do, so there's been a lot of banter about the golf pairings. Uh, I don't have anything to do with this. So Casey and I came up with a system. There's, oh. I, I, I didn't come up with the system. Mike came up with the system. I agree with the system. It's a really good system. Good system. Case came up with the rank. One has never said that before. I thought we, I thought it was a mutual thing, but I, apparently when we went back to the group chat, you just threw me as the ranking guy. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm, I have no problem being your bulletproof vest. Well, here's That's the exactly what it is. Mike, hands off. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just came <laughs> up with the system. Same thing with, same thing with the sciatica line, Steve. You think I said that? <laughs> no, I believe you said that. But I absolutely believe it. Easy. Good old Case wanted to call you sciatica Steve on the pod. And I, said, I knew he did. Too much. Too much, Case. I tried to change my name, but I couldn't do it. All right. Do we want to release the teams? Do we want to, or do we just want people to show up and golf? I think we have a good system for the teams. I think the system makes way more sense than us trying to come up with some other way, might be honest with you. So the way I went through, let me. What happened? Well, well, for last year, because you didn't play last year, because we only had eight, right? We showed up, we played, and probably the top two golfers in the group were on the same team. Even in a scramble, it, it wasn't competitive. So you got to have some sort of, you know, I know you know, ours is jumbled up. I never played golf. We know. We know, Pete. The last time I played was when I was there. I mean, we, so we, here's here's what we did with the system. I We said let's try to equalize this thing as much as we can. And we have 10 of us. I'm excited. The whole league's going to be together. I think it's going to be a great time on the course. I'm excited to see where Andy gets us to play. Ma makes foursomes hard. <laughs> makes foursomes a little hard, but, you know, menage a trois is fun when you're playing a game of golf. It's fun when you're not playing a game of golf. So what Case and I discussed was to say, let's try to get teams somewhat even. That was our goal. Knowing that Davida's team will likely be the favorite because he's head and shoulders above the second-ranked golfer. Still try to make it as fair as we can. So what we decided to do was say, with 10 guys. The same height. With 10 guys, you can't split teams even. So what we said is let's just say 
DeLuca's a free agent. DeLuca really can choose whoever he wants to golf with. We put him with Andy for the that's sake a, of that's the a nice twist. He can do it. Pete, you can honestly do whatever you want. I pick Andy. Then what we said is <laughs> perfect. Then what we said is let's take one through nine. So we're going to rank everybody's golfing ability. If you think we're wrong, whatever. Case just made it up based off what he knows. And so we then said if we go one through nine, what you're then going to do is take each pairing and add it up so that the three people together equal the same number. So, like, number one will play with number number nine. Do you get what I'm saying, Steve? you get what I'm saying? Keep going. Three, The three teams would equal uh, – one through nine equals 45. So, yeah. basically, we're looking for three teams of the numbers Equal. equaling 15 apiece. That's – good? Yeah. Steve, you good? I'm listening. So, then when we did that, as you recall, the list that we sent out was the list we sent out. And then what we have team one would be – Golfer one, golfer five, golfer nine. So that's 15. Team two is golfer two, golfer seven, golfer six. That's 15. Team three is golfer three, golfer four, golfer eight. So all those numbers add up to 15. Steve, you following? Following. So here are the teams. Team number one. I just don't, I don't think the rankings are, are right. That's where I think we're wrong. All right. Then we'll, then we'll debate that. I'm saying those are the teams. One through five. Assuming cases ranks are right, team number one, which will have golfer number one, number five, number nine, and the wild card has chosen this team, so we'll have golfer number 10. Team number one is DeVita, our number one golfer, DeLuca, our wild card, Dedarian, our number nine golfer, and our number five golfer, Kevin Breen. Okay, that's team one. Team number two has the number two golfer. Oh, wait, that's the wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Good start. Oh, I sent you the wrong list, Case. <laughs> it's all right. We're, we're shaking the rest off. It's the first part of the season. It's okay. It's amazing. So, so this just shows you the whole that it's Mike's <laughs> list that I came up with. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the first team – I'm sorry. I got it wrong. The first team is DeVita is the one golfer. Luke is the wild card. Darian's a nine golfer. Innis is the fifth golfer. That's, there's that's there's the first. That's correct. There's a the person. That's our group. That's but apparently, team. but apparently, he's playing every other day. Until he's not, we may have to change these teams. I think his index is going to go down. I team number to to two has the second golfer, the sixth golfer, and the seventh golfer. Oh, I just say the team. Total, total of fifteen. Devito's playing as the second golfer. He mm -hmm. has Breen and he has Spates. The third team. Has three, four, and eight. Three plus four is seven. Plus eight is fifteen. This is a Steve Manguso special. Brian Casey, Mike Colelli, Dan Larkin. So your three teams better run twenty-four on everybody. Your three teams are Davida, Deluca, Dedarian, Innis. Team one. Team I think two. Deluca and Dedarian should definitely ride together. Davido, <laughs> Christian, and I equal one person. I think that's yeah, you guys literally equal one person. Yeah, he just 80, shot an eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Get out of here. Eighty-eight. Yeah. There's a party. Playing mini golf. Guys playing Pirates Kobe in an eighty-eight. Team two is Davido, Breen, Spates. Team three is Casey, Kaleli, Larkin. Whatever. Speak up if you don't think those teams are fair. I think it's close. There's a, it's as close as we can make it for uh, like three guys, four guys actually having a handicap. I do not care. So, I think it's just fun to. Are we going to do this as a group of four, three and three? And we're going to have three, three groups that go out. I think Correct. that's what Andy's trying to set up. Yes. Correct. Now, if you do that, how are you going to? Are you going to have to say like so on whole ones like the two, three, and the one, two, and three get the second shot, right? I think what you do to or, make it super clean is just basically the two teams of three get one extra putt. That's yeah. it. You don't you don't you don't do like hey one guy gets a shot per hole it makes it too messy especially if we're having any uh, um, cocktails festives I just think you yeah. wrote you could even rotate it I think you just give everyone a pie and then it makes sense for Pete to be with Andy so Andy being the like yeah lone like real golfer in the group he doesn't get two looks at it Pete how many times did you use one of your shots last year uh, we used a couple of his yeah I did all right actually. It's, it's what that's why we play scramble so everyone's in it was because I, yeah but it was because i was playing reckless because andy was my partner so it wasn't it wasn't anything you know that, that's a but strategy he had a couple of nice approaches he had a real nice uh, two nice putts i can golf i've golfed before i just the last time i golfed was last year this time i just don't get around to it do anyway. we think you'll lose your keys again this year pete 
I still have the spare. I want to talk about food because if I end yeah. up having a frame this year's well, dinner, I'm going to kill somebody. Let's just make sure that Mike well, and not. Christian are not the ones going to the grocery store. Mike wants redemption, but let's make the sure he skinniest people video. have no input in the food. You, Christian, both of you sit down. All right. That's what <laughs> <laughs> so the skinny point was the right one. The skinny point was the right one. Fine. All right. I would, Pete, you're I would in the skinny help. clan now. No, absolutely not. I am in the I am in the uh, cereal three times a day group. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in the pasta with white wine sauce group. <laughs> photos. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm in the. It's not going good over here, Steve. But thank you. I appreciate the neck up. <laughs> Your face uh, looks good, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Just doing this. The best compliment I've got. This um, so, all right. So, what's going on with food? I want to clarify that because that's more important to me than golf. Well, let's let the Vita square away the golf. Then we'll figure out food later. No, that's what happened last year. I, I'll, 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 I'll Friday night, guys. Friday night, guys, figure the food out. It's my vote. Friday night, guys, Friday are there. Guys, you know the, the kitchen food. set up. You we'll, know the we'll thing. Bemo, figure we'll the food money. out. We'll bet money. Friday night, guys, figure out the food. Yes, because you guys are there. You know the kitchen. You know what they have. You know everything. Figure it out. Okay. Are we cooking? That was a disaster last year. Well, no, they didn't have a uh, kitchen. They didn't have a kitchen in the house last year. Yeah, all I'll you got, all you got to do is just leave the burgers on a touch longer, Steve. I'll order. Steve, some. I think your burger. I for the like the medium rare was great. Me too, Steve. Everyone just get chill with pizzas because that's what we're gonna get, and that's gonna be we'll it. Or maybe pizzas, like pizzas wings. Yeah. I don't know. We'll do something like that. Um, well, Tall CT takeout. Yeah, yeah, we could. We could cater. Yeah, I'll figure we'll, out something. I heard we do like a little hotbed for uh, clam bake. That's uh, ambitious. Um, yeah, I could drive my, I could put my grill in the back of my car and drive up there, but I, I don't think I could get through like a Manhattan tunnel with that thing. <laughs> in my truck, they probably like arrest me if I, if I get arrested somewhere. Um, what else? Whose team sucks? Mike, go back to the itinerary. What else we got to cover? There's a place called Monet's Table that has clam bakes right. to go. Just saying. All right, so teams are set, tournament set. Let's talk some football. Um, 12 days till we have keepers due. Um, I have asked the group to take a look at the everyone's roster. So I'm talking a little slower so folks can click the link, click Pete's roster setup. We're going to just very quickly go left or right. So that first team is Breen, last team is Spates. It's alphabetical by last name for those of you who don't know Pete's system, but, you know, pretty simple. I really just want to kind of go through the teams and get some initial reactions and look at it and say, what pieces are we worried about as we look at the rosters and the potential keepers? And then we'll play a little game for each team called Start, Keep, or Cut. Well, all right. So, Steve, let's start with Kevin. You guys are partners now in two weeks. How much negativity do you want to throw his way? Where's your biggest worry with Kev's team, Steve? Well, I'm a little worried about Waddle already going off the field today at practice. Ooh, already on the injury the stuff. Kids in. locked in. Someone hit a buzzer. Stavino's um, back, man. Well, I, I think if you look at Breen's roster, he's got he's got a lot of injuries, and the AJ Dillon now not having Rogers there is going to be uh, it's a hurt for him. But Kevin always finds a way. He always finds a way to the draft well, make a, a, a we think is a minor trade that turns into a great, a great trade for him. Um, I do think Chubb's going to have a great year because I think Watson's going to have a good year in Cleveland. Breaking the rules, Steve. I said one point, not you four. said three. Oh, we're not doing the start thing. We're not right. doing that yet, Pete. Injuries are going to be my issue with Breen. Pete, I'm I'm curious to get your take on this. Breen, we're going to talk a little bit about his borderline on his roster. He's pretty close to potentially again bringing back two quarterbacks. So as you look at his team, no Mahomes. It's now Josh Allen. Trevor Lawrence had a pretty good second half, and his his roster's not that deep. So when we get into start, keep, cut, it'll be a curious decision. Is there a world you see Kevin keeping two quarterbacks with the no, roster? I think no the opposite. Kevin Breen seems like the kind of guy that would cut both of those quarterbacks, in my opinion. I don't, I don't no, really no, – No, no, no. One yeah. Josh Allen. He's not going to cut Josh Allen. Yeah. Oh, Josh Allen. No, he'll keep Josh Allen. Sorry, I forgot about that. But could one trade have worked more negatively for a person in the entire – we have told him to do the trade forever, and he finally did it, and it gave another guy a championship and ruined his entire team. Uh, I think Kevin Breen should be more aware of the J.K. Dobbins situation that is going on on his team right now. As a Baltimore City resident, I have been very aware that he is holding out. They have brought in Melvin Gordon. They have brought in a lot of different people, and they do not care. 
So uh, that is a big that is a big uh, a big one for Kevin Breen to keep an eye out for. Case, what do you think about Breen's take where he feels anti NFL establishment? His team's all running backs: Chubb, Dobbins, Pierce, Gibson, Robinson. He's got a lot of running backs on his roster. He really only has one established starter with Nick Chubb. Do you think we see a strategic change with Kev this year, or do you think this is the roster he's going to put and we'll get and see who he's going to cut at the end of his roster? I'd like to think Kevin's one of those guys that zigs when everyone zags, but I, I really think he's just been the same the whole way through. I think he's always been a running back heavy guy or a surefire number one receiver out of the draft rookie value guy. So I think he'll go young again and continue his rebuild, see who hits. So I have Kevin with eight pretty clear keepers. I'm not going to go through them. I don't want to spoil it for people who do your own work. I have three guys <laughs> at the bottom of his – three guys at the bottom of his roster. And I'm curious, who would you keep? Who would you start? And who would you cut out of these three? Or do you just want to do who would you cut? It's probably yeah. cleaner. Who would you cut out of these last? He's got to cut one of these guys. He's either going to cut Nico Collins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Wendell Robinson. Oh, my God. Can you cut all three? I'd probably cut the first one, truthfully. I think that he's probably got the – the lowest ceiling out of everyone. I don't really think any of them are particularly very good, though. I'm cutting Collins. I would keep Wendell Robinson. Yep. Wow. I'd do it that way. I'd cut Wendell. All right, we're there's Kev's team. So we're off to a fiery start. I'd cut Wendell. I'd cut Wendell. That was good. That was good. Sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I genuinely don't know. I'm, I'm looking. I, I already put his keepers in. I don't know who he's keeping. So we'll see. We're getting... The second guy up is Casey. Casey, I didn't have that hard of a time. Going through your 10 keepers, you have a pretty clean roster at the moment. And I think you've done a pretty good job turning around what was a dumpster fire last year. It's almost like I had 10 weeks to plan. <laughs> so where you, I mean, you are overconfident about most things. Yeah. Where do you feel least confident at the moment in your roster? We'll start with you on your own team. Where do I feel, feel least confident? Um, that is oh, what he said. Herbert on a new contract. Herbert getting a new contract. Why? I just don't like they're the same team over and over and over again. Eventually, you know, his numbers will come back down, I think. Like, I don't think they keep going up. So, Pete, talk that's, to me. What's, I don't know if it's going to happen. That's what I'm nervous about. Pete, Case has a lot of guys either coming off injuries who have a history of being injured or who don't have a long track record. So, as you look at his roster, I know where my biggest worries are. Where do you look at his worries, and do you think his team can rebound in the way he's expecting it to? Honestly, my biggest concern, Mike, is with the manager. I'm not 100% sure that he's locked in and ready to win. Uh, it's been a dry spell for 25 years. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is the longest standing uh, manager and, and just a choke artist overall. Um, if I had to give uh, a major concern to his roster, I would say, yes, it all sounds good. Um, but we're not here to win the offseason. I was prepared to answer that with the why does his team S-U-C-K. It was going to be because the guy's over 25. Why is, why, why is he going to start winning now? Well, you're over no. 24. This is year 25. Yeah. I, I think that there's a couple of things like Calvin Ridley coming back. It's finally going to it's finally going to bear fruit for Casey. So there is a, uh, a, a solid core of people. <laughs> Cooper Cup can be healthy and there can be a good offensive line around him. I think that would be a, uh, a plus two. So I, I could see Casey bouncing back and making a playoff run. Uh, he's definitely not going to be uh, last place like he was last year for the first time that uh, Lloyd slash Ross wasn't in, in three years. So, yeah, good luck. You know, Steve, I don't need a – I don't. we're not going to play the cut game because Casey's roster is actually – he's done a good job of getting to 10 pretty early. Talk to me about who you're most worried about out of this trifecta of guys. And I think they all are question marks for different reasons. Calvin Ridley hasn't played football in two years. Debo Samuel appears to get injured every single week. I read an article or heard a podcast that he's been texting shirtless photos to his coach. Kind of weird, but gets hurt all the time. Brownie points. And I think I the third too. one I'll go with is, is probably Watson because he loses – Rodgers and now has an unproven quarterback. So when you look at those three guys, like synthesize for us, where do you see them, their fit and your projection for team case? Well, team case, I I'm worried about, he's got great names on his roster. He's got a lot of good players on that roster, but the injuries for a lot of these guys scare me. Debo Samuel, 
I'm worried a lot about Cooper Cup, who's already hurt. There you go. But if I'm looking at any of these guys on your list, Watson scares me because he does not have a quarterback that's going to throw in the ball consistently. And Watson also had a couple of receivers on the other side of Rodgers, like Lazard, who isn't a big name, but he was a target for Rodgers. Not there. Watson becomes the guy. Can he continue what he did last year? What do you think, Case? The Dupster is still there. Romeo Dupster. Well, guys, if Case is the most disappointing manager in our league, let's take a look at the second most disappointing manager. Six straight playoff appearances, no Super Bowls to speak of. <laughs> I also think my 10 at the moment is pretty clean. I have a couple guys that I'm toiling with. I, I really hope you're keeping Greg Dorch. <laughs> Uh, he's close. He's borderline. Um, I was pretty happy when I heard Jamal Williams was the backup running back in New Orleans, but now New Orleans might have sounded Kareem Hunt. Did I read that today, Steve? Yeah. Did it happen? Yeah. No, they uh, they brought him in for an interview, and they also got like a third round pick who's like awesome. So, well, I, he's not going to be ready for the first week. I was just hoping I could keep Jamal Williams and have two. Jamal weeks Williams, he'll be your goal line back for the first week. So you got a guy for the first week. So I think off-season-wise for my team, bunch of movement, and my team's just getting a year older. Saquon came back. I think that's pretty lucky. My worry, I'm sure, is with the same place many of your worries are about my team. Roger well, Hopkins is on a worse offense. Kyler Murray is likely not going to be ready for week one. You rolling with Kyler? I mean, he's my quarterback right now. I'm not going to keep Danny Dimes. I think you should keep Matt Stafford. I thought about it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Over two. <laughs> um, your name. Th this team is the most unique group of names, I think, of any tell team. Tell me why, Pete. Tell me. Hey, uh, Saquon, DeAndre, Devonte. Hey, what happened with Devonte pushing the camera, man? Did he he had to settle on that? Well, you really were just talking about the uniqueness of their literal first names. Yeah, KJ, Raheem, Tyreek, Matt. <laughs> yeah, what a weird group of kids. <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> what a DJ. weird Sky. Remember about the Adams pushed over that cameraman? Did he yeah, he's out. Him and Tyreek Hill both had off off the field issues. He settled this offseason. Oh my god, I would just keep my hands up. Mike, Mike, I I want to ask you a question about your yeah, team. Yeah. I have one guy I'd like to ask you about. Yeah. How Got do it. you feel about Saquon Barkley with the offseason turmoil? Pretty good, actually. He's the he's the guy I feel best about on my roster. Once he, I, I would be doing poo poo in the pants. Why? He is not going to play injured this year. No, I'm not worried about Saquon this year. I'm not worried about Saquon this year. Saquon does not – Saquon's playing on a one-year right now. He is not for this Giants team, which, by the way, I read an article today. I don't know if you guys feel this way about them. If they win more than five or six games in this article, I took a look at their schedule as well. Brutal schedule. Oh, I, I Saquon is actually the guy I'm least concerned about on my team. I don't feel like he's going to do that. I, I'd, be, I'd be afraid about Saquon because even if he has an average year, he's going to get – a, a three-year contract in the end of this year from someone. If he goes out and gets hurt, he's he's not getting his contract. But if he doesn't play, why would he get the contract? It doesn't even make sense. Because it, it, they'll remember what you did. Yeah, I don't think you make any sense. Uh, that's okay. So I'm he's not, not going to play hurt, Mike. He's not going to play if he's banged up. That's what he well, said. I don't know why that would be the case. He had a one-year contract last year. He played hurt the whole season. Oh, whatever. I disagree with your statement. I'm not worried about Saquon. The question you asked me, I'm not worried about Saquon. I'm worried Hold about – to, to go back with what you just said, though, yeah, the reason that he won't play hurt this year is because he played hurt last year, and what did it get him this year? So in his mindset, he did it last year, doesn't get the long-term extension. Okay. I mean, we're he now doesn't have the franchise eligibility. Cool. We'll be done. Okay. I don't think you or I know what Saquon Barkley's going to do if he gets hurt. He's already said it. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike, if you make the playoffs this year, that will be six straight years. You will tie to Darian for the all-time streak for playoff uh, appearances. I don't I think, think I'm making the playoffs this year. <laughs> I, I think it's going to take – I've got too many guys who are, like, at the crest of the hill. Maybe I can Tyreek. get another great season from Tyreek. Maybe I can get another great season from Devonta. Maybe Kyler can come back in the second half. It's going to be an uphill battle. The only Maybe way, Saquon plays hurt and has a great year. The only way I would change the tune, and Pete, you're going to make fun of me, is DJ Moore. If DJ Moore is somehow the number one in Chicago and he actually gets 130 targets like he should for the talent he is, and he becomes my DeAndre replacement, it's not that. I, my team's just too old. I've been old. I've been right there for a long 
maybe I'll make a move. We'll see. You guys like the Swift move more than I did in the offseason. I don't think it's good for him to go to Philly, but Mike, do you think DJ Moore is matchup proof? <laughs> uh, probably not. That's a clean answer, as I've never heard on that question. Probably. I mean, for my team, he's going to have to be matchup proof, but I don't think in fantasy football he is. How's that? <laughs> so let's do bench. Who would you cut out of these three? It's the real bottom of my keeper. Would you cut Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, KJ Osborne? KJ Osborne. Well, I'm going to have to keep one of them. So <laughs> I'll probably get rid of uh, Raheem Mostert. The other two, I, I, I'd keep KJ Osborne. You never know what could happen there. Dolphins drafted a running back too, right? Yeah. Mm, loaded back to Mike. Could you say that Mostert, Osborne, Wilson, Osborne, or who? Oh, Wilt Jeff Wilson. I'd cut Jeff Wilson. I think I'd cut Jeff Wilson too. I think he's going to be the third in that backfield. Yeah. 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 Oh, speaking of third in the backfield, certainly third on the pod. Let's go to Team Pete. Pete. Uh, I had a tricky time getting. It's just Who's a segue. two. It's just a segue. Steve's two. We know uh, you're one. You're one case. I'm the bottom now. I don't play. I don't pot hurt. That's why. Tuesday nights, I take nights off. I, I don't pot hurt. I want my big contract. That's yeah, when do you want? We got to talk about a schedule because I can't. We can't. Can't do that again. I'm not doing well, it. I have basketball on Tuesday nights, so that's the schedule. All right, so we'll stop doing Tuesdays. All right. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's back to Thursdays. Yeah. So Pete, Pete, I had a tough time landing on 10 for you. Do you have 10 keepers in your mind that you want to go with? Uh, no, I mean, I could, uh, let me look. I, I don't think so. What did you have? I, <laughs> I could easily, I'll easily tell you. I just haven't, I haven't looked at it yet. I don't have 10. I have nine and then a couple guys behind. All right. All right. Mike, look, can you take a couple guys and throw them at us? It doesn't need to be insulting. You know, you know, like you look at guys, Ross, like, oh, that guy's a Pete guy. Or that guy's a Clay guy. He like, he has like, Pete never has guys on his roster long enough to be considered a Pete guy. Yeah, that was my reason my team sucks. Yeah. I know. You just, it all circles back to Pete's commitment issues, Case. You don't need to go yeah, back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Some I don't of these know. guys, I don't remember who are on his team. Yeah. So I, who I, I would what I think hurt you, Pete, I think Tim Patrick would have been a nice keeper, but he's done. He blew his Achilles out. So uh, losing him, oh, well, that would have yeah, been bad. So losing him as a 10th keeper. There's a. I really think your tenth guy is going to be a marginal player. So I have for your, if you want him, Kirk, Deontay, Mike Evans, Miles Sanders, Hollywood, Odell, Dak, Tyler Lockett, Tony Pollard. Yeah, that. That's nine. That's nine. All right. So what am I? Okay. Who are the three? I'm, I'm so, so far off. So then you're really talking DJ Shark, Devin Singletary, Darius Slayton, Michael Gallup, or he doubles up quarterbacks and rolls the dice with Trey Lance. It's tough um, to get. It, that's what I'm saying. The tenth one when you lose Tim Patrick is a tough spot to get to. Pete could I, be I, due for a move. I keep Gallup out of those out of that crew. Yeah, I'll worry about Gallup though. They brought in Brandon Cooks. He's not, he might be the third. No, <laughs> they brought in Brandon Cooks. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I probably keep Gallup. He's probably the youngest, and uh, and and I have Dak. So he I'll can't stay healthy either, though. He's not. That's healthy. all right. I don't need him to stay healthy. I got the other guys. Pete, I got <laughs> I got keepers out my my rear end, man. Just let me. We can make a deal. All right. Yeah, but I like Odell. He's on my uh, on my uh, on my hometown here. And uh, hey, what's your you you always have unique strategies for different times of this year. What's your strategy when it comes to pre keeper season? We just doesn't seem like you're like totally locked on who your keepers are yet. Now that you're getting closer, do you try to make moves? Do you try to get to ten? Do you try to get to eight and throw stuff together? What are you trying to do? Well, I haven't looked at it yet this off season, but usually when I end the season, uh, I try to make it so I have a clear 10 that I'm pretty much interested in. So uh, I haven't looked at it yet, but circumstances change and there's contracts and all that bullshit. So I got I to gotta take another look at it and see where they landed. But um, I usually don't make a move until I see like two or at least two preseason games. These guys, like all everything's just hearsay now. Like, I don't know. I worked do you, at make, do you like anybody on my team? I like a couple guys on your team. You want to make a move? No, I hate your entire team. What? You just yeah. tell me you like their names. No, that was um that was Casey's team. Oh, right, 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 right. Um DeVito, as you look at Pete's team, couple guys are gonna need to have rebound seasons for him to come up. What I'd love your perspective on, on fantasy. What I'd like your perspective on is we haven't talked about this team at all in the offseason, is the quarterback change and how quarterback changes affects fantasy players. Consistency of Mike Evans. No Tom Brady. He's going to have Baker Mayfield. Oof. Talk to us about how that offseason change may affect 
Evans and then how you as a manager think about guys getting new quarterbacks or new teams as a wide receiver? Well, I think it's going to – that change is going to affect both of our teams because we I have Godwin and he has Evans. I don't love the idea of Kyle Trask being the quarterback for either one of those guys. Mike Evans goes from a, a top 15 wide receiver to outside the top 25 when you lose great. So, I mean, changing teams really doesn't matter. Look what happened with Stafford and Cup in that first year. I mean, that was that was phenomenal. But you're comparing apples to, to oranges when you're talking Mayfield and, and Stafford when he came over. So, Mike, right now the game plan is uh, Dak Prescott and uh, Tony Pollard, and uh, we'll figure it out the rest of it from there. We'll go yeah. long shots with Lockett and Evans and, and nothing. But Dak is pretty much the game plan, and Pollard's the uh, the mule. I saw some what? report that the Cowboys were going to potentially bring back Zeke. Yeah, which whatever. I mean, I still think Tony Pollard's going to finish. Me too. I like did you that. did you see what? how uh, Dak came out and said he's going to throw less than ten picks this year, and then he threw like three per practice for the rest of the week. Who's <laughs> <laughs> getting them all now? Steve, do you worry that Tony Pollard's on a one-year contract, and if he gets injured, he's not going to play this season? No, Ooh, totally different guy. He's on franchise tag. And I think one year contract. What's the difference? That's a positive for him. And he even rejected all the deals. He's like, no, I'm playing this one out. He wants to, he wants to dominate this year. It's awesome. He wants to, he wants one to guy, Yeah. One guy I think is going to have a bounce back year in DeLuca's uh, squad is Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to have a bounce back from last year. He didn't have a good year last year, so it's easy to bounce back. But he's, he had a goose egg with touchdowns last year. I think Kenny Pickett. Getting his, uh, his his feet wet last year, I I, I think Deontay is. Kenny Pickett has really small hands. The targets are always there. He just never like I don't know, he doesn't catch touchdowns. Well, speaking of a guy with small hands, let's move to our next manager, Mustard Boy, Mustard Boy himself, tiny yes, hands. So we're th- we're saying below average darter, number nine golfer. He's got some upside on his roster this year. I did not have a hard time getting to ten. I had a hard time narrowing on ten. He has an interesting roster here. So Case. Now, Pete, uh, Pete, Mike, did you include his trade today in your 10? I, I took Pete's most updated spreadsheet, and that's included in my trade today. I, that's, I drop what I'm doing, and I update the sheet as soon as I get a text. First thing I'm going to say, I, I am guessing, did Darian and Spates chime in? I'm guessing did Darian initiated the trade talks with Spates because he also texted me about the trade. Um, one, Christian, welcome back. Love the activity. Two, Case, let's go to you first. Christian was borderline playoffs last year really should have made the playoffs if Ennis didn't gift me that game and I paid him $200 you look at his roster he's got a couple guys who are injured and or suspended to start the season where do you look at Christian's team as his key or more importantly places that you worry as his roster unfolds I worry about some of his players that move to new scenery that were kind of mainstays for him last year. A example would be a David Montgomery, uh, Claypool full year in Chicago with DJ Moore coming over the top, and maybe a guy that's – and then uh, guys that are staying put, Traylon Burks and Michael Pittman with their quarterback situations, or DeAndre Hopkins coming in. I think it just made a little more – He's going to get the best player in the draft and first overall pick, though, so it's going to change quickly for him once draft night hits. So I think Chris is actually in a really good spot. Steve, Case doesn't sound too bullish on Christian's keepers in the upside. Do you feel similarly, or are you most worried? Well, I think he had a major upside when he, when Rodgers gets traded to the Jets with Wilson. I mean, Wilson goes from being really good last year to now he's got a, a bona fide number one instead of Zach Wilson. So that's a major upgrade right there for him. Offensive um, rookie of the year. And then – you know, Jerry Judy was hurt a lot last year. Cortland Sutton, a year off of the injury. Now he's two years off. And you know how Sean Payton. And Patrick. And Patrick Peters. out. Huh? And Patrick out. Patrick's out. He loves his big receivers. Cortland Sutton could have a big year as well in the first year on the Sean Payton. Javante Williams back this year in a Sean Payton offense wow. as a running back. Is he back? Yes. He may not be, he may not be you know, full go early, but – He's a he's a really good player for Sean Payton offense. Especially because he can receive out of the backfield. We saw what Kamara did with Sean Payton. 
Pete, how excited were you that he was on top of the board and making a move early on? I think it was pretty awesome. Just kick out, kick it off, and get it going good. I was, uh, I was pretty, uh, you know, as I started to look at this and prepare for the podcast, I started to look at Darian's team, and I was like, ah, man, a lot of things fell really, really right for him, including this uh, Alvin Kamara thing, which is a recent development. But if you really look at the the way the kind of trade shook out. Uh, it's, it's some of the, uh, it's, it's, it's a butterfly effect, but he is ending up with that number one overall pick from that Kamara deal down the road. So it ended up working out great for him. And, uh, and he's still got some strong people there. It's too slow for my taste, but I don't know. Um, I've got his keepers at nine and I have three guys at the bottom. I think it's pretty clear who of these three he's going to keep, but for the sake of our little game, who would you keep? This is a slightly different question. Who would you keep out of these guys? David Montgomery, Damian Harris, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, right? Oh. Montgomery. Oh. I keep, keep Sutton too, but he's got a nice 10. I'm Darren's an early playoff pick for me. I think he's going to have a nice season. His team's in a good spot. And speaking, speaking of a guy who had a successful season last year, defending champion, Andy DeVita. Spoiler alert, I had a hell of a time getting to 10. And so I look at his roster, and my immediate worry is he had luck, injuries, and a great year last year. Steve, you look at his team, and your worries are what? What's your biggest concern with Andy's roster coming into the year? His running back issue. Aaron Jones. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about Aaron Jones. Clyde, Clyde the Glide. Guy just can't stay healthy. And Jacobs, he's gone. He's he's not even in Vegas anymore. And that's one of his his key contributors to last year's team. Derrick Henry is another year older. So that's that's my concern for him. You know, Kareem Hunt, where's he gonna end up? Is he gonna did he sign officially, by the way, with New Orleans today? I saw but if he goes Indian, there, that would be I thought Indianapolis year. brought him in. I know he's visiting with he, he left I, Indianapolis today without signing. I don't know. You know, Pete, you you were the most bullish on Andy all year last year his Mahomes Kelsey stack plus a dominant Josh Jacobs season plus a very consistent Stefan Diggs season took him to one of the most dominating season in our league history can he repeat with the current slate of folks he has on his roster or what are you concerned about with Andy's chances so I think he's got a lot of good players, like a lot of stars, which is which is uh, incredible. We forget that Jarek McKinnon was the reason why he won yep. this entire Super Bowl. He got lucky towards the end with – not lucky. He, he, he got the guy on the team and played he him. The move. So, but he got a player that got hot towards the end. I think Jones is interesting for him um, because there is a chance that he goes to Kansas City, which I heard was a, a, a rumor the other day. And if that happens, he probably loses CES and Jones to any sort of fantasy value altogether. Um it doesn't make sense to me, but he keeps winning. So it's hard to keep going against him and being like, I think you're gonna win, I think you're gonna lose, I think you're gonna lose. And he just keeps he keeps pulling it out. I guess you gotta look at like Derrick Henry and the in the tread on all those tires before you really gotta make a decision. But um I think the wheels will fall off. I don't know. I don't know why, but I I, I don't know why, but all signs point to him winning another him winning the same. He hasn't he's gotten any weaker. Okay, so if you had to say one of these two outcomes is more likely out too, by the way. Ready? One of the pick one of these outcomes that's more likely for Andy's team. Outcome number one, he repeats his champion. Outcome number two, he misses the playoffs. Which one and why? Miss the playoffs. Why? I don't think he can. Uh I'm just saying between those two probabilities, I'll, I'll take that one's probably got better odds. Um injuries, probably the biggest reason, you know. Um, I think he probably has the best stack in the league with Kelsey and Mahomes. If Kelsey rolls an ankle and is out for six weeks, then it's it's it. So I think you're just you're playing those odds. So I I've got seven pretty clear keepers from Andy. I'm assuming Jacobs is a keeper, even though it's pretty unclear what happens in Vegas, but he's gonna get kept. For the last three spots, let's cut one of these next four guys. Let's cut McKinnon, CEH, Dobbs, or Tyler Algier. Who are you cutting? Is Dobbs still on Green Bay, or did he go to? I cut, I cut a couple of those guys. Get rid of Dobbs. See I'll say Algier. I'll say Algier. Hunt can go in the same thing too. He's, there's all these guys that are like that at the bottom of. The I roster. will say this: of all the teams we've talked about so far, he's probably had the fewest number of like surefire keepers, with more room for 
wiggle room at the bottom of his keepers right now. But that's what he so, did all last year, and he dominated. So far, I, that's, I know, I know, yeah. that's true, it's true. But he didn't just win the league; point, he crushed. <laughs> it was like so. I don't know. You know, it, it is it is a very bad like floor. Those guys on his bench, like those guys, are awful. But it, and it's hard to believe that the ceiling is so high. But he's his his top end guys were so good that yeah. he McKinnon obviously was a huge separate. But he was playing yeah. like Algier at the end too. Like yep. and now Algier is about to be replaced, right? I so think we forget as well how good how good Josh Jacobs was last year. Josh Jacobs was incredible last year. Jacobs, Kelsey, Diggs, Mahomes, Mahomes those are good. Were, were, were the guys. Like yeah, at really some good. point, if you have six really outstanding players, you can have eight terrible players on your day. Like, who cares? Like, at right. that point. Yeah. Speaking of a guy who hopes he has six outstanding players, let's go to it. Steve DeVito, last year's consolation bracket winner. The odds say he should win the title this year. Ooh. One of our Super Bowl favorites. Pete, you're a guy who's not too uncommonly known as a Super Bowl favorite. What is your biggest concern as you look at good old? Steve's roster. You have I, that is I didn't know. You, he, wait, where did you see that he was the favorite to to win the? Is that is that? Oh, they haven't released the rankings. All right, you're just making it up. All right, fair enough then. Um, I like Devito. Uh, you know, he was one um massive heart attack <laughs> and player player dying on the field away from winning a Super Bowl. So luckily, uh, he pulled through and and Steve didn't though, but. Next year could be different for him. I do see a lot of the uh, a lot of the same players coming through. I'm always a little um, gun shy about starting so many tight ends, and he has the Kittle Andrews one, so that might be one of the exceptions. Overall, fantastic team, top to bottom. If Joe Burrow gets hurt, which kind of happened already, Steve should be kind of nervous. But um, other than that, I think he's fine. So, Case, I think Steve's had a relatively polarized offseason. There's been a couple things that have happened that have been great. Alexander Madison, great. But with that, you lose Dalvin Cook. Uh, I think having the Higgins-Burrow stack, great. Now Burrow gets hurt. Kyler Murray going down is great for James Conner. But then he has Godwin. So it's, he's had a lot of things happen wow, that have destabilized what he had last year. Is there a spot on your mindset that you're worried about with Steve's roster? If I'm Steve... The next two weeks, I think, are extremely interesting relative to how some of these things actually play out. Does somebody grab Dalvin Cook? Does somebody grab Zeke? What are those situations? How's it going to play out? What's happening with the Tampa Bay quarterback situation? All these things are affecting probably his 10 guys. If if none of those things materialize, he's going to probably have to gamble on keeping those guys or throw them into a free agency and see what happens. So it's it, Steve's probably on the most unsettling spot right now, but in two weeks he could be rock solid. Steve, what do you think is more likely of an outcome for your season? You win the Super Bowl or you miss the playoffs? If things hold in place, Super Bowl. Oh. If Burrow can if Burrow can stay healthy. Fired. If Lamar Jackson is now, I know you don't like the tight end thing, Pete, but when Lamar Jackson was healthy, Mark Andrews was a surefire bet starter. He was a point machine. If Jackson can stay healthy, Andrews becomes really good. I think I have your 10 keepers. I don't think it's that hard to get there. Case is right. If Cook signs somewhere where he's more of a relevant guy, if Zeke goes somewhere, can I name who I think your keepers are? You tell me if I'm wrong. I'll tell you right now. I I have 12 that that I'm – I have 12. I have 12 guys on your roster. It's pretty – I mean, that's a pretty easy 12, though. But you got, got, a good, got a good watch tan going on, Steve. Thank you. That's since the spring. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's do who would you cut out of this group. Ready? Case, you ready? I'm listening. That is a dead. Dalvin Cook. Ezekiel Elliott. Jacoby Myers. George Kittle. Am I cutting or keeping? Keep one. Keep keep one one, keep one of those guys. That's the no, bottom of his list. I'm telling no, you, but, he, but he's gonna be able to keep more than that. Nope. We tried to cut. Yeah. Two. You have the wrong. You have the wrong guys nope. in the mix. I'm Steve, telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. He's gonna be between Zeke. Dalvin I would keep. Cook, Ki- I would Kobe. keep Kittle and Kittle and Cook, and then the other two. I'd like. You can only keep one though. He, he, you, then you're, you're not, then you're you're wrong. Your your math's wrong, Mike. You don't think how Steve thinks. Math is hard. What am I wrong with? 
You're keeping somebody that shouldn't be. Kept. Who are you cutting off my roster? Go ahead. Who are you You're cutting? With Curtis yeah. Samuel, Zeke, Gronk, Tyler Boyd, Jacoby Myers, and Dalvin Cook. He's not going to cut Dalvin Cook. He's not going to cut Dalvin Cook. One, Who's he going to keep him over? Devito's roster is good, five, guys. He's in the playoffs. Seven. Eight, eight, nine. Ready? I just kind of, I just kind of ten, Mike, and and you're you're wrong. <laughs> okay, fine. Steve, you don't need to engage with this. This will be between cases. Who do you cut out of this 10 in four? Can, I, can I just tell you who I keep? Oh, that easier? I'm going to go right now. Okay. Kamara, Madison, Brown, Godwin, Cook, Kittle, Burrow, Whoa. Allen, Andrews, Higgins. Yeah, but you're not keeping James Conner? Nope. He's a starting running back. Nope. Oh, no, you're crazy. He's not a if good you're gonna cut James, had, If you're going to cut I've James Conner, like, send him my way. I've had him. There you go, Steve. You just got some guy overvalues. Uh, Listen, I am, I am all in for making – I think this is very simple, Mike. I have more keepers than I can keep Correct. in my list. So I have already put out some feelers to a couple of guys about whether I do a two-for-one or I trade someone and get back into the first round or whatever the case might be. I'm okay with doing that. Mike okay. just texted you from about James Conner. Yes, he just texted me right now. <laughs> you, you, should, so, you should take advantage of that. Cut Mike, who, who is that? Case, case today, Dalvin Cook or James Conner? I'm keeping Cook. Cook. Upside's way better than Conner. Did you see? The Conner's Mike, offense you, is going to stink. He's always hurt. I just had him last year. I don't think Mike saw the update today about the Kansas City Chiefs. What about him? They're bringing Cook in for a visit today. I, I they bring him okay. Jackson, though. And he, can, he, can, he can visit her once. He's got all the leverage. He's going to be able to pick a contract, I think. He's, he's either gonna... going to end up with the Jets, the Dolphins, or the Chiefs. That's well, what he's going to be a backup running back in the with the Jets. What? Dalvin Cook's not going to be the backup running back. Brees Hall's not going to be back right away. Wow, you guys are really bullish on Dalvin Cook. All right, well, speaking of a guy I'm bullish on. You're bullish on James Conner. For sure. James yeah. Conner was like the 13th best running back last year. That's he's not like, true at all. I mean, that's not true at all. That was a totally made-up thing to support your argument. Fake news. Don't make us verify you. Oh, yeah, don't verify. Pete, go look. See if James Conner's 13th. I bet you he's 26th. No, I'm not fact-checking. We're not I'm leaving it. Even though he's not good at it. <laughs> Talk about Ennis' team. Ennis' team. Well, he was 6-9 and nine off a of Super Bowl. He's pretty terrible. Oh, I forgot. Uh, he won the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl, and then he came back, and he was just awful. He's about to get married, so you know what happens when you get married. Worst season yep. ever. You got to make sure that you cover for that one. You know, I don't like his team because he doesn't know how to wear socks in an engagement photos. I think that really bothers me and it affects my outlook on his team. Steve, go ahead. 19. Doesn't change his 13. Jeff doesn't wear socks in Florida. Close enough. You got my point. Starting running back. Um, DeVito, you look at Innis' team, biggest worry. Other than his total disappointment from last season and apparently not wearing socks, where are you worried? In Florida. Imagine how bad that smells. So bad. Imagine how swollen his toes are. Sorry. Steve, go ahead. Oh. He needs braces on his toes. Like just like his fingers. Like, so like sausages, in a, sausages in a warm day. I, like that, bro. <laughs> I think for Innis, it's, it's – keep, keep us on track, Steve. There are three guys that concern me, and number one is Jonathan Taylor. That's it? Just three? Jonathan Taylor is my number one concern. Crown it. Got it. <laughs> uh, is McCaffrey going to stay healthy, and is Jackson going to stay healthy? Those three guys are playing for him. He's a very dangerous squad. If, yeah, they, his, if they are not hurt. He, he built his team on that, that the track model. of those three. Those certainly is where he built. Pete, he was a huge disappointment last year. Yeah. What do you think needs to happen this year to not be a disappointment? I don't know. He traded away the pick and ended up being the first overall. And his best player is uh, just got excused from practice yesterday. Uh, it's not going well. And I'm telling you, marriage, it's not for everyone. So uh, just be careful out there, all right? It might ruin your fantasy team. <laughs> his pick is his first pick of the draft is number 19, too. He doesn't have an early pick to. Right. Well, he won the draft lottery and has to hand it to the dairy. Like, that's yeah. the worst feeling in the world. Jeff Harris will, will be the last guy drafting again this year. Yeah. Ugh. And he can't Mike, even play darts either. All right, now, now I got my question. Question yeah. for you. Okay. If the Cardinals signed Dalvin Cook, would he start over James Conner? I think they'd split. 100%. Okay. That's all, that's all we need to do. Uh, he's not going to sign there. 
Yeah. No. So I, I don't saying. understand the, what's the what's the point of the question. I wouldn't want either of them if he's on there. All right. Moving on. I would I would make a trade with Mike for with James Conner. I had a hard time getting to ten. I think I have two, excuse me, three open spots with four guys. So tell me which of these guys you cut. Ready? Yep. yep. Adam Thielen, Dallas Goddard, Darren Waller, Eli Mitchell. I'll even put Josh Palmer in there if you want. Cut to him. Darren Waller. Wow. What were the four? Yeah, I so Daniel Jones. Thielen, Goddard, Waller, Mitchell. You got to keep Mitchell as McCaffrey's backup. One of the two of them is is going to be starting running back with in Shanahan's offense. And we saw it last year with McCaffrey. They're not going to give him thirty touches a game. He could play Mitchell and McCaffrey. Wow, Steve. Steve, where you're did, passionate. You're passionate. Time. Where did Thielen end up? Carolina. Carolina. Ooh, please. He's the numero uno. I think I'd yeah. cut Goddard. It's like, being, it's like being the number one running back in Arizona right now. I'd cut Goddard. So, Case, does that mean you're cutting Thielen? No, I, I probably cut him. I all the things you read trust about Waller being healthy. All you, all the stuff you read about Waller in Giants camp, I think is interesting, but I don't know if you can trust it. Do you see it? And he'll probably be available at 19 if you want to take him. I took him last year at 11. It was a bad decision. Hey, Look, should I bring back? This is a this is a unanimous. He was in, he was in yellow. Bring him back to draft board, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that speaking of something else we should be bringing back, let's bring back that $100 bet. The winner of last year's $100 bet, Dan Larkin, Team 9 to review. I got to say, guys, Lloyd's team's pretty good. We do not have a basement dweller anymore, the Ross Cromaldi special. Yeah. Dan's got a good team. He's got a good group of players. He's got some decisions he needs to make. He probably has some more. He's case, what about you? You've studied Lloyd's roster more than anybody in this league, potentially more than Dan, certainly more than your own roster. What's your biggest worry if you're Dan Larkin going into next year? <laughs> I think the hardest point, uh, part of Dan right now is how many young guys he's going to be flipping a coin for the last couple of keeper spots. I think the top half is keepers is easy. I think in the bottom, there's still a lot of young guys whose situations you're sort of choosing between. You know, as as he continues his youth movement, so it's, it's all good problems to have, I think, for Dan. Steve, talk to me about where your thoughts are with Lloyd and his quarterback conundrum. I think of most people in the league, he does have an interesting question. He's got Tua's his best. He was last year, but there's worries with Tua. He's got a very boring, mediocre Kirk Cousins. Is there a world Lloyd goes into the offseason with zero quarterbacks kept? No, he's going to keep Tua. I, I I I don't see a way he doesn't keep to him. Well, I mean, he couldn't. He could say he's not keeping him. But look at look at what Tua did last year when he was healthy. In that offense. I think Lloyd's got enough picks where he could draft him back and keep another guy that's got more upside, who might not be as. So if you do that, who are you? Who if you do not keep Tua, say he's going to be your tenth keeper, right? Who are you cutting, Mike? Who are your three that we're deciding between with Lloyd? Tua was one of my three. Okay, who are the other two? Tua, Rashad Bateman, and George Pickens. George, you saw about cutting Pickens mm -hmm. and Bateman or John Dotson. I would cut. There. I'd cut Bateman. Pickens even on, Never mind. I'd cut Bateman huh? before Pickens because Pickens had a good year last year. I know you're saying he's going to cut him. He could. There's no chance he's going to cut him. Two. Johan Dotson, put Dotson in there then. Switch Dotson for Pickens. So I think. I think it's the keepers. I think, like I said, top half are easy, right? I'll go Hall, Acres, London, Pickens, Chase, Herbert, Pitts, Walker, uh, Najee are easy. And then after that, it's like, okay, what do you do with Bateman, who was a high pick for him, who got hurt in a Baltimore offense? I think Dotson is interesting because it's a young offense. He's a he was a high draft pick. Uh, Michael Thomas, what's he going to do with him? Steve is timeouting um, you. Paris, that's Campbell, bad. you know, I think all that stuff. Mike, uh, Case, you don't like Michael Thomas? I think I think that's one of the guys at the bottom where he's deciding his situation versus another guy. Like, who? Michael Thomas or Rashad Bateman? Who would you keep? I'm keeping Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. I'm saying, but th those are the situations I think you're picked between. That's two not is not, two, two is not even relevant. 
to me. So to me, Steve, this discussion is why if I'm Dan, I I bail on Tua. To me, bail. Like I'd rather roll the dice with all these secondary guys. See, I'm letting go of Bateman because he's the third option in that offense. Maybe. I don't know if we know that yet. Yeah. He might even be the fourth option. Could be the second how, how many how many guys out there are quarterbacks are closer to what Tua is that you can draft and then keep Bateman or Thomas or both of them in but Bateman is like fourth but so why roll the dice when you have Tua who last year statistically before he got hurt was going to be a top five fantasy quarterback when Bateman is going to be the fourth you don't option, like, but even if you don't like but Steve on, everybody like, every most teams pick most teams keep a quarterback so the need for quarterback in the draft is much lower you can go back in and get him if you want to and keep I think he's going to cut both of them and sure I, I, I get that but Steve, if we're deciding between Bateman and two I don't think it's no well Bateman. I'm saying you don't even I I think you're in a world where neither of them make his team I think you're deciding between Pickens okay. and Dotson I think Pickens is easy on his team Pickens but I like so Dotson. then, Do- then you're talking between Dotson and Bateman, and Dotson and two. I would keep Dotson. Dotson. Yeah. Or and then it's Dotson Penn versus State, Thomas. Penn State. So now, now it's yeah. a Dotson versus Thomas question. Interesting. The lawyer has some interesting questions to answer. I think he's done a good job, and he has a lot of young picks. I don't think Lloyd's making the playoffs this year. I think he's making the playoffs next year. I might even pick him to win the Super Bowl next year. A guy who I'm definitely not picking to win the Super Bowl because he let me down. Wow. More than anybody in the world. Spates. God, I wanted it so bad for you last year. Hey, you guys want to hear a funny Spates story? No. I'm at my office. I'm at, no, listen. I'm at my office. We have like an office, nice office. I'm walking around. I see this kid in the kitchen of my office. I was like, boy, that guy looks really familiar. I get closer to him. You know who it was? Spates. Mike Spates. <laughs> Great. I love, I love Mike Spates. He audits our company. <laughs> Everyone's like, how do you know Mike Spates? I was like, no, Mike Spates. I've known Mike Spates since he was like a baby. So I saw, saw Mike Spates. Nice to see you, Mike Spates. BNY Mellon. All right, let's talk about CJ Spates. Um, total letdown the last two seasons. His team and roster has been there. He continues to have Aaron Rodgers floating around. He better cut that guy this offseason. Probably won't. Pete, I'll go to you first. I've been going to the other guys first. What's your biggest concern with Team Spates this season? My biggest concern with CJ, Michael, is that he has too many kids. It takes away a lot of time from playing fantasy sports. His wife's also into riding horses, so he needs to go ride horses on the weekend. That also takes away from watching football. Do you, that that tall? Do you know how tall the horse would need to be for Spates to, like, casually ride a horse? He said he, he has to get on top. He said he actually gets the smallest one, and they drag his legs. <laughs> I think Spates – I think Spates – He doesn't actually drive, horse. He doesn't ride a horse. He, he rides a horse. sciatica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, what's your worry about Spates' roster? He'll take my questions a little more seriously than Pete. Bring the sucker back. He's got three quarterbacks on his roster. Who's he keeping? Fields, Watson, and Rodgers. He, he loves, loves Rodgers. Loves Rodgers. I think that's loves. his problem. He's going to keep two quarterbacks. No. I yeah. believe too much in Spates. He's only keeping He's only Okay, keeping. so relate this now to Lloyd. If you're Lloyd and you're looking at this, knowing that either Fields or Watson aren't going to be kept, now – I we go back to what you're saying. You want him to keep Tua. You're the only this one who wants him to keep you're, you're making for us. Yeah. But if 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 Spates is going to keep two, I mean, all right. So now if you're Lloyd, fine. I'll agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather have two or Deshaun? Watson? I didn't look at Spates' roster before we started. <laughs> you're the best. All right. Steve, you're the best. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right, wait, 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 wait. And I'm out. <laughs> I got a question. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone knows that Brian Casey and Dan Larkin slash Ross Grimaldi have not won uh, a Super Bowl ever. <laughs> Who is the next longest Super Bowl drought? Oh, it's me or Spades, I think. Who? It's one of the two of us. I vote Spades. No, I think it's me. Mike, Mike. you are the second longest Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, 19 years. What am I, 19 Spates. years? Yeah, you're up there, and Spates is right after you. So, uh, except for those other two losers that haven't even one guy's not hasn't been in the league for that long, so that's not his fault. <laughs> All right, let's do one last one, but one last cut. Let's just assume these are the last two spots. You keep Aaron Rodgers, you keep Kadarius Tony, or you keep Deonta Foreman. Oh my God, get rid of Foreman. I don't know. I would yeah, say keep, I, I keep one of the three. I'd yep. get rid of Foreman the same way I'm going to get rid of Herbert from Larkin's team. I'd keep Tony. There's so many quarterbacks. Forget it. 
go get another one. And Rogers is, I think that's the thing that's always led Spates uh, or always held him back was like, he always held on to Peyton Manning, even towards the end. And he's riding Rogers towards the end. It's like, you can play dynamic quarterbacks with good matchups week to week. And he doesn't. So, I um, love, I love Tony this year with Hardman out in yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes offense. I think yeah, that's, that's right. made, made for him. So I'd keep him. He's I already, take our, I take that risk. I'm not, Kadir's Tony's my kryptonite. I'm not touching that guy. He's always hurt. He's your he's your hot ex girlfriend. My guy, I love that guy. <laughs> Never going back Kaylin to Egan. Egan, yeah. Kalen Egan, man, that's my kid. <laughs> uh, I guess it's subjective. All right, guys, we did it. We're back. That was a full one. That was a good episode. So we talked yep. draft, we talked golf, we talked picks. Eighty three, the Wes Welker episode next. Oh, Wes Welker episode good number. Next. Anybody want to send us out on a road? It's been a while. Steve, take us home, baby. Why is it going to be me? This is your night. Case, take us home. No, 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 no. This is your night. I don't even remember anything in Milford. 495? (laughs) I went to to Milford. So many things have changed. Let's go out by Pago Pago. How about Rolling Green? Rolling Green's like nice apartments now. What is Rolling Green? I wouldn't say Green's. Well, all right. It used to be like uh, low-income housing in Milford. It was near where they like, let's go out. All right, let's go out. North, North let's go up Purchase Street. Go down Dilla and head out to four ninety-five. High Hang five, up. Richie Brothers. High five, Richie Brothers, on the way out. So, yeah. Steve, what's the what's the uh, field off the field pond? <laughs>